All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to First City Forum. I am your host, Cole Greenup, and I'm glad to be back here with you all. Uh, we are brought to you today by our uh, sponsors, KPU and the Gemini Crystal Wizard. And today I'm here with Alma Parker and Lisa DeLatte to talk about the Ketchikan Wellness Co- uh, Commission and uh, Coalition, sorry, and get a little more into uh, talking about the crisis response team. So uh, how are you guys doing this morning? Great. It's Thank awesome. You. It's great. Thanks for always having us once a month. It's great to come back and share all the good things we're doing at the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition. Um, my name is Alma, and I'd like to introduce our newest team member. It's Lisa, and she's our uh, Crisis Now Community Director. I know it's a word, it's lots to say, but Lisa joined the team um, last month, or has it been a month already? A couple weeks ago, yes. yes. And so I'm going to let her take the lead on this. Sounds good. Thank you. Yes, Lisa DeLad, Crisis Now Community Director. Uh, excited to have moved back earlier this month for the third time. Uh, we love Ketchikan in the community. I started working um, a few weeks ago under the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition umbrella. And we received a grant through the Alaskan Mental Health Trust Authority. The Crisis Now model is a is a new way um, to respond to mental health and substance use crisis. Um, it's producing results uh, across the country and even in Fairbanks, Alaska. And so, when did this start rolling out, like nationwide? Uh, two thousand. I want to say two thousand nineteen. Um, it started in Alaska, and I'm not sure when uh, Arizona okay. had first started it, but they were the first ones. So they've uh, laid a lot of groundwork for us. Um, Ketchikan is unique, so this model uh, may look unique for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we rely heavily on our police officers, our emergency department, nursing <laughs> staff, doctors, um, and uh, even the jail. Um, those who are in a mental health crisis or even substance use crisis, um, they need they need a different place to go. Yeah. Um, jail and the hospital are, are not the appropriate places. Mm-hmm. And our, our community is handling it well, but there's a better way to do it. So my job is to get everybody to work together um, and respond to these in a different way. Wow. And um, what kind of services does this entail? Like uh, what kind of uh, help are you offering to the community through this crisis community? So it starts with a call. Um, someone in crisis would call 911 or the new number 988. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a local line as well. Um, the calls would be transferred to a, a local number, and um, that person would decide whether or not they could take care of the situation themselves by offering Um, counseling or uh, resources that we have in the community. They can also dispatch a crisis mobile team, which can be made up of um, certified peer support specialist, a mental health clinician, um, police officers if needed, depending on the level of the case, uh, EMS and fire department as well. Um, But it's trying to divert um, away from law enforcement and treat it as it sh- as it should be. That's a, I think that's really exciting, mostly because um, the police in the United States have taken on a lot of different roles. Mm-hmm. Like uh, originally, the police were even our uh, like EMT medical force in America before they started shifting that out of their work because so many people were having continued issues, later response time, and so 
the more we can clear up for the police to do their actual job and get people like social workers and counselors to help the people who need it exactly. is amazing. Yep, exactly. That's exactly it. So if we can free up their time to do... Um, to do public safety um, and then same with the emergency room department to let them do their job with their medical cases. Nice. Um, yeah, so the other part is is, is if a, a mobile response team um, still is unable to um, stabilize the person in need, um, there are some options. Um, there are 23-hour stabilization centers. 23-hour observation centers. I know a detox facility would be a nice addition as well. So it'll it'll look different for us. We'll we'll start off with some small changes and go and go from there. Ketchikan has a lot to offer um, those in help so in need of help. So um, if we can come together, we can create a new system for better care. That's really exciting. Yeah, and the project's um, three years. Correct. Um, So we're still in year one in its infancy. So I think what's great about that is Lisa gets to see what has been successful in other communities and other parts of the state and then go from there and see how it will fit into Ketchikan's. So it's kind of like you create it, right? So yes, the framework is there and Mm -hmm. then we'll, we'll, we'll build it as Ketchikan needs. That is really interesting because, I mean, you know, Ketchikan operates a lot differently than a lot of other places. Different needs, different uh, economy. It's all like a a very catered approach when you're doing things for Ketchikan and like Southeast Alaska, I've noticed. Absolutely. 14,000 people, but it feels like a very small town as it should. Mm -hmm. And I know with Fairbanks is a, a really crucial partner in this and just your resource of like how they did it and what would work for us is going to be different but there'll be definitely some similarities so excited yes. to have lisa on our team thank you yeah and um speaking of team we are growing our team and we're still looking for um other imp- positions to be filled with the ketchikan wellness coalition we do have some vacancies available uh we have a behavioral health program coordinator position that just opened up we have a program assistant and a ketchikan 123 lead project coordinator as well as we're hiring a new executive director so we have several full and part-time positions available and if you are interested please visit our website at www.ktnwc.org for the job descriptions of each of the positions as well as how to apply Wonderful. Thank you. (laughs) And I did have a question. So you were saying that the 988 helpline, um, uh, the first response is to receive counseling and to see where the situation may or may not go from there. Are the people who are providing the counseling help uh, licensed or are they trained? Ooh, that is a very good question. Um, there is a difference between the two of those, and that's something that I can look further into. I know on the, um, the, the mobile crisis response team, they would like them to be licensed. Because that's um, training is good. Help is help. But I was just curious about the, the level of help they're able to give. Right. And right now we'll, we'll keep building that until we can get, you know, someone with a license. Um, but like there are police officers who do have, um, training, um, same with EMS. They, they do mental health assistance training as well. Good. Yeah. So when you say mobile, Lisa, I'm, I'm envisioning like this mobile team, not just the police officers and EMTs coming, but 
an actual, why do I envision like a, a, a vehicle of some sort <laughs> yes. to go Passports. there? That's exactly. Yeah. Like, and to just also join the um, other stakeholders to go to this crisis and then what right. happens after that when yep. the mobile team comes right so they can all um meet driving separately we can also have a vehicle where everybody meets at a place and then arrives together um but everybody showing up at the same time um is the is the way that way um the person um, in the crisis is feeling supported um, when just a police officer walks up that may escalate the situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you get those in civilian clothes a peer support specialist a clinician um, it kind of decreases the um, the tension and makes them feel um, supported yeah it can it can be hard to be in a crisis and meet someone in uniform because that can kind of heighten your senses of the severity of the situation and so having a plainclothes person with the training with the availability is i think really great mm-hmm. yes absolutely and they they see the benefits in that yeah and that's not necessarily lisa i think lisa is more of the what this looks like for the community administrative yes yep. and she is going to find those people and um then have those folks connect with each other and she's been doing a lot of um, meet and greets and uh, trying to just make sure all the stakeholders know she's here and she's ready to roll and see how the partners are going to be part of this um yeah so who have you met so far so with the Ketchikan police department um and i have meetings lined up with akila and um Oh, goodness. Oh, Peace Health. Mm-hmm. And um, in the works with um, RYC, they're another big stakeholder, the fire department. And I guess really anybody else, too, um, could contact me um, and let me know that they're interested, interested in being a partner with this, with this collaboration. So that kind of brought up another question. So with all these people listed as uh, like shareholders or collaborators, are uh, are you guys operating as a nonprofit or as a like what? How does the foundation function? I'm sorry, I'm not completely aware. No, that's okay. Yeah. Um, well, the grant was uh, awarded to Ketchikan Wellness Coalition to administer it, but it clearly is a community effort. Mm-hmm. So after these first three years, I believe after will then assess who would want to make this an, a permanent okay. project and who would fund it. Obviously, a funding is going to always be yeah. the key. And um, we always want to sustain a project such as this to ensure that we provide the services that are needed here in Ketchikan. So after the first three years, we're hoping that um, the city, the borough, somebody w- does take it on as a necessity and an essential need. And from there, we'll go. And Yep, exactly. And that's where it goes, right? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping because this is something that is necessary not only for Ketchikan, but everywhere. Because there's a lot of outreach that people need. And I would say that maybe our uh, systems are not directly uh, benefiting the people that need them most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they end up in hospital rooms, jail cells, mm-hmm. um, in front of a judge, uh, when all they needed was maybe a day, two or three 
to um, get some resources, maybe medication, um, support build, maybe housing, those kind of resources. This is all kind of information that I recently was really interested in because I was uh, reading some books around the prison systems and this is a huge portion of uh, the ideology around why prisons are obsolete in a current day. Is because mm-hmm. people aren't receiving the help that they need. They're just being put into a segregated place. Like, it, out of sight, out of mind is a lot of the issue with Correct. the prison system in America. Right. A white wall or even a gray wall, bars, mm. none of that is helpful to our mental health. Correct. Yeah. But I'm glad to see that people are on top of things like this and working hard mm-hmm. to make a change in our communities. Because that's always something that, if no one's putting one foot forward, everyone's staying in the same spot. So Exactly. Good. Well put. Yeah, that's very well put. Well, the Wellness Coalition does a lot in our community. We have quite a variety of activities. Um, if you didn't know, Cole, we're more of a, a, we have several task forces that take on different projects. And one of the projects Lisa's going to share is called our Mom's, Mom's Club. Club. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, the first uh, the first meeting is actually tomorrow, noon to one, at the Church of Nazarene mm-hmm. on 2nd Avenue. The cost is free. It's for uh, moms to connect with other moms who have a baby at home, um, the support they need after giving birth or adopting. Um, it's a place for them to talk with experts as well and just a space that's non-judgmental. So it's moms with babies in their first year. It starts tomorrow and uh, it plans on looking like a monthly meeting. Nice. That's really exciting. I've Obviously, I've never given birth, but <laughs> from what I've heard years and years in the making is that it could be a really isolating, like, uh, confusing experience to be, like, a first-time parent or just to be working through having a child in the household with your schedule. So I like that you guys offer programs like these. Yeah, it's it's a need. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, We have another thing that we do. Um, we also have a task force that is um, building healthier communities, and part of it is we have community gardens throughout the town if you've ever seen them mm-hmm. one is right by the pilot house and we have one at uh, Clover Pass and from there we are hoping to um, have people submit recipes for our second edition of plating up the Tongass which just requires one ingredient native ingredient to catch a can um, that could be your salmon berries um, it could be salmon <laughs> uh, but we are looking for submissions for recipes the second edition um, we hope to have out by the fall or winter and they make great Christmas gifts the first edition is currently out it's been out for a while it is $20 Uh, we had several submissions there but more of like a repeat of different people Mm -hmm. Um, now we just want hopefully a variety of those who cook me am not so you will not see a submission from myself but i love designing and decorating things like that but maybe lisa are you gonna yes. submit are you a cook no no i'm <laughs> cool? um, thinking about it it's yeah. exciting especially because right. um i was just in here talking with the uas staff recently at the college and they're uh, opening a program i believe in the middle of august for learning to forage and cook with ingredients around our native environment yes we are hoping to partner with them to actually you know provide some guidance for those who are like well i love to cook but i don't know 
what is considered native yeah. to Ketchikan. So. I need to go back to college and buy the cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> well, cookbook's around town. Um, we also have it. Sea asparagus pesto. It's good Ooh, stuff. Sea asparagus. Yeah. Mm. It's really good. And that's sounds native good. to mm-hmm. Ketchikan. Awesome. Well, that's one other project we have. Um, Another one that we have um, coming up August 13th, um, Saturday, is our Karen Eeks Memorial Fun Run. It's a one mile and a 5K, which is 3.1 miles. Um, The first 75 people to register get a free t-shirt. There'll be awards and refreshments uh, out at Ward Lake, which is absolutely beautiful. Hopefully we get some nice weather. But we run in the rain. Um, And uh, check-in starts at 9 on Saturday, August 13th. Hope you join us. Nice. August 13th. Nice. Um, Karen Eeks, was, was was she married to Jim Eeks? Do you know the origin story there? Oh, well, Karen Eeks was one of the founders of the Wellness Coalition. Uh, She was a longtime teacher. Because I was going to say, growing up, my neighbor, uh, Jim and Karen Eeks, I didn't didn't know if that was her or if she had passed or not. She has passed, yes. So it's um, in honor of her as one of the founders of the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition. It's crazy how time flies. I lived next to her for like 15 Mm -hmm. years and then just out of sight, out of mind, just like that. Oh, no, yeah. That's too bad. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. They were great neighbors, too. Wonderful. And then um, lastly, we have our Blueberry Fest is coming soon it's next Uh, saturday uh we wanted to share that we are going to be part of the blueberry festival we are in booth number five on mission street and that's where you'll learn lots more of all the variety of things and fun things that we do for ketchikan and our community Uh, please stop by we have a lot of things to share we have incentives we have game a game that you could win prizes but really definitely just to come by and learn more about what we do uh, we've been around for quite some time and i think people are just now really seeing man you guys are everywhere and i think that uh type of promotion and positivity that we bring to catch can is something we're you know we need and we are missing and so come stop by look at what we do and um to take part in the Blueberry Fest yeah. this sat- this co- next Saturday. Next Why do I keep saying this Saturday? And don't forget the Blueberry Fest is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's the whole weekend. It is. Saturday is just the the event, the yeah. event downtown. Friday, and I they heard do the, it's a lot. The best blueberry dish, either like food or drink, anything. And then Sunday, they do the hand-powered boat race where you have to build your own boat and oh, yes. uh, paddle it through uh, Thomas Basin. I, are you doing that? No, I, I, I've been thinking about it, but it's it's cutting it pretty close by this point for me to build something sturdy. Don't they do also the slug races yeah. and all of that? Yeah, stuff? It's, it's just a fun, fun weekend. Yeah. It's a fun weekend. And uh, don't forget the youth court is also fundraising. Catch a can youth court, buy a ball for the yep. blueberry, blueberry ball, ball roll because they do have a ton of prizes. And also they're just rolling racquetballs down the middle of town. And so it's fun. It'll be fun to watch. <laughs> and I wonder who had to number all those. <laughs> I want to say Austin. <laughs> Probably Austin is also one of our board members. So. Oh, is he really? Yes. He's yeah. He's wow. everywhere. He's in Rotary, mm-hmm. the Youth Court, Wellness Coalition. I'm he surprised. He serves yeah. on uh, the assembly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and that's Ketchikan right there. Yeah. He wears yeah. a lot of hats. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. is there anything else you guys wanted to touch on today? 
Um, well, we did have I, the last thing I do want to just announce our winners for our recent goose chase, which is our community nice. scavenger hunt. If you haven't seen I throughout town, there was a lot of different uh, teams who went out and about and tried to complete missions that we set forth. And we have our top winners, um, our third place winner of $150 was the Silly Stinky Slugs. So they won $150. And our second place winner, go ahead, Lisa. Elmer Chicken. <laughs> and their prize was $250. And our first place winner is a Studio Maximus Effort. And they won $500. Nice. So this is not only a event that uh, supports the Wellness Coalition, but we really just wanted something fun and adventurous and engaging for uh, families and their children to do over the summer. And much of it was over a cloudy day unfortunately it wasn't like beautiful day like this um it was over a week long of different missions and each mission depending on difficulty had a certain point value and that's what you had to do so we had commercials we had dances like in front of first city electric you had to do the electric slide um so very very creative missions all throughout town and um these teams of families and friends just really went put forth the effort. We have two more winners, I think. They did, yes. Uh, a fun team to watch their videos mm -hmm. and see their pictures was straight off the couch. They won the power pose. Um, They're the mission winners there. Go ahead. And the Silly Stinky Slugs also won the National Geographic uh, mission as well. Yeah. Ooh, what was the National Geographic mission? I was that the license plate? No, they no. had to uh, do a emulate a a, a series. <laughs> But if you would have to watch a national, so there was a narrator, oh, wow. and then the the people on the team had to like act out That's what really the narrator fun. was saying. Yes, and we're and then, slowly showing yes. the, um, the videos and pictures um, over the next couple of weeks, I think. And then the power Facebook. pose was in front of Power of Wellness. They were one of our sponsors, and this team had to do their best power yoga pose in front of their location. So that's really fun. It's really fun. I hope every. Everyone gets a chance to check out our Facebook page to look at we're uploading the videos because the videos had to be uploaded to an app before shared with the community uh, okay. so we can score them. And that's why the community is like, I haven't seen anything about your thing. But now we're slowly uploading them all and you'll get to see them and all the fun they had throughout that scavenger. It's really fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in today, you guys. Uh, it was nice to talk to you, Alma, and nice to talk to you, Lisa. I'm thank really you. excited for the work you're going to be doing around town. Thank you. And um, I hope you guys all enjoy this beautiful day. And this has been First City Forum, brought to you by KPU and the Gemini Crystal Wizard. I have been your host, Cole Greenup, and thanks for stopping by.